What's up? My name is Jerron, and this is my friend. Stefan, a.k.a. Mayhem, a.k.a. Mr. Steal Your Girl, a.k.a. Mr. Give Your Girl Back, because you're too high maintenance for me. Nobody's ever call you those things. You don't know that. I don't. I never heard anybody say it, though. That's not inaccurate. <laughs> anyway, um, we are starting a podcast called Your Favorite Fat Boys Podcast. And the reason why is because I don't have anything to do. The reason why I don't have anything to do is because I'm currently on dialysis due to my kidney failure. Um, I've had chronic kidney disease since I was 15. Since then, I'm taking medication to keep my kidney stable. And at the end of November 2017, um, I started to get really sick. I started to become short of, short of breath. Um, so I feel more fatigued, uh, having trouble keeping my food down, throwing up a lot. Uh, I was peeing every 30 minutes. And I was just really, really miserable. Um, the worst of it is that fluid built up on my lungs and my legs and my feet. Um, it got really bad to the point where I started to wear a size 12 slipper because I couldn't fit my shoes anymore. Um, so my heaviest, well, the fluid weight gain, I was at 345 pounds. I'm now at 245 pounds. That's from dialysis, pulling, pulling the weight off, keeping the weight off of me. Um, also because of the strain of my kidney, because of my kidney failure, it's put a strain on my heart as well. So I have a defibrillator put in too, just in case I have a regular heart rhythm. It can shock me. Uh, but with all that, I am doing a whole lot better. Um, I can walk. Go down steps, no problem. I don't know if I can run. I ain't ran since 95. But I feel like I could, but I won't try it. Uh, but I feel great. Um, not just because I'm 245, but just because I can breathe, I can do stuff normally without getting sick and feeling sick and feeling miserable. Um, sometimes, you know, I have my ups and downs with this because I'm sick, but I have a lot more good days than bad. Um, I because the outside of a catheter in my chest, I've had this changed out six times. Recently on Friday, um, it's painful, um, but you know, I, I deal with it. I, I keep going on. Um, I'm not working right now because I've I go to Dallas Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so I really can't uh, work a, a 40 hour job or probably a part time job, really. But um, I want to start this to kind of give me something to do because uh, I just want to do something and you know be creative about it as well. So uh you know with the podcast i will definitely give updates on my health it's not gonna be a dialysis podcast even though if you want to donate your kidney to me i'm all positive we're glad you take it um but you know i'll let you know what's going on here and then get your updates but most part about me and my friends shooting the shit and you know keeping it light having good laughs and sometimes we also get into some heavy topics and dig into some real thought-provoking stuff uh, but they will keep it light so sounds like a plan for me just so what we're talking about what you want to talk about? Let's talk about our friendship. How long we know each other? What, I've known you since you were, what, 15? Yep. You know what you said to me when you first met me? You look young as shit. I will never forget that. You were standing there looking young as shit. So I told you you look young as shit. That's not how you introduce or that's not how you, like, begin a friendship. Oh, at no point in time did I expect that you were going to be my friend, especially, you know, this many years later. I saw some... Fresh-faced little guy on the well, you wasn't little, on sitting on the porch of my friend's house, and I said, "You know what? You look young as shit." Fresh-faced. <laughs> Shave your beard and your mustache off. Well, I'm look like I'm 12, but anyway. <laughs> exactly, that's the point. That's what I'm trying to grow this in now, and just look a little more old. I'll be 33 next Friday. I mean, you say that like that means something. I I, I want a gift. 
You have all the gifts you need. The doctors gave them to you. Look at that. Give me your kidney. We've already discussed this. I am not the blood type you need. You can be. That's not how science works. Let's figure it out then. Yeah, I'm going to leave that to somebody else. But yeah, we, yeah, about what, so 15, like over, that's what, 17 years? Yeah, 17 years. 17 years of friendship. You've been a good friend, thank you. Thank you for doing this with me, I appreciate it a lot. It's not a problem, I mean, I got a lot of abundance of free time. So do I. I mean, not as much as you, I got a job. Mm, that kind of cut. <laughs> I was deep. working, I was working, you know, I had, I had a full-time job, and they said, bye-bye. So I had no return to work date, so they had to let me go. Yeah, I mean, that just makes a lot of sense from a company standpoint. Yeah, I, I ain't mad about it, you know. I mean, it is what it is, so. Ain't no point in paying somebody money and they ain't never going to show back up. I mean, I would I want that kind of job. I would come back. I don't know when I'm going to come back, but. See, there you go. Yeah, we've been friends for a long time. I, yeah, I remember when I first met you, you just a, you just a big guy, had a lot of shit to say. Still do you do, and you was like, How old are you? I'm 15. Oh, you look young as shit, and then bopped off. I'm like, What kind of shit is this? I mean, because you were just sitting on the porch, I wasn't there for you, I was there for our other friends, yeah, obviously. And you weren't there for me, but it was kind of, it wasn't like, Oh, hey, how you doing? My name's Stefan, I'm Jerron. It wasn't nothing like that. It was more like, Oh, you young, nigga. I mean, I was gangster back then, or oh, a facsimile of gangster. <laughs> You definitely uh, put fear in the hearts of the niggas in my neighborhood. Uh, yeah. So I remember the first time when I walked into your neighborhood, I think it was you know, a mutual friend of ours, Devin, him and his little crew, they was, they was like, yo, who was that? And they, they were sitting there building up the courage to try to jump me, I guess. They ain't oh, go through you. with it. Yeah. <laughs> they, I would have wrecked all they shit. <laughs> Just letting you know that if you hear this, Devin, I would have wrecked <laughs> your shit. <laughs> If y'all would have started something. <laughs> but see, you walked, you walked with a lot of bravado. Like, it was definitely a lot of confidence. You still walked with a lot of confidence to this day. You know, when, when people see me, they're like, oh, he, he's light-skinned. Like, he's no threat. They <laughs> see be sure looking nigga. <laughs> yeah. You know. When they see you, though, they straighten the low. The nigga's in the room. The, the main nigga in the room. Like, the hell? I don't get that kind of respect. Even, even when I was big, I didn't get that kind of respect. I mean, you, you got to realize, when you were bigger, you... Like what the first time when I saw you at, at really big was when you had kidney issues when you were like fifteen and your ass had issues getting up and down the stairs because your feet were swollen. <laughs> that shit was the funniest hobbling up and down the stairs. Like, we gonna wait for you. <laughs> hey, we've discussed this. You already know. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, you did. But you know, one thing I, I appreciate the most about that point in time is I, like I said, I've been six times fifteen. So when I first got diagnosed with the, the chronic kidney disease, I had to get, I had to start steroids, and my face blew up. I got a I got a dumbass appetite for no reason. I was eating like left and right, and I was growing facial hair like from my hairline to my eyebrow. Everything's connected, like my nose hairs to my mustache, and everybody telling me, "Oh, drink more water, drink cranberry juice, oh." You know, do this, then a third. And it was like, that's not going to help. If that was the case, then that's what the doctor told me. I had to take steroids. I had to take different, like, three or four different kind of pills. But you didn't say anything as far as what I should do. You might laugh at me. We might joke, poke fun of my health. But it was never, you need to do something about it. And I appreciate that so much because I didn't, I was tired of hearing everybody say, 
Satin medicine, waiting that medicine, or you know, drink this or drink that. You know, why you what's wrong with your kidneys? Or why you got what why you gotta have do this, then the third. Like nobody really understood it. I didn't understand it at that you know, at that time either. I just knew that I I was sick. I mean, first and foremost, I wasn't an expert and I make it a habit of not commenting on things I don't know shit about. And two, it wasn't any of my business. I figured that if there was something you wanted me to know, you would let me know. If you didn't, then so be it. I wait for that opportunity where you told me what was going on, and if you never did, then I would never know. And that's just the way I, I deal with life. If it ain't my business, I stay out of it. And if I'm not an expert, I keep my fucking mouth shut. Yeah, I, I ask questions, and if you if you want to tell me, you tell me. If you don't, then you don't. But you know, it was just a real. I don't say it's a tough time, but it was definitely like it was challenging. You know, just the you know being starting ninth grade at that time, um, and then getting sick, and then testing some medication. And then your body going through these changes. Like, I felt like I got lighter because of that medication. And, you know, my face blew up. Like, my face was, like, really, really fat and round. And it was, like, a lot of, there's a lot, you know, a lot of, I will not say harassment, but just a lot of, like, poking that. And I didn't, I, it was, like, I didn't want it. But I, there's nothing I could do about it. So, like I said, I've always appreciated you never, like, you know, being that person on the outside, like, well, why, why, why? So, thank you. Not a problem. I mean, it's just the way I am. So yeah, with our friendship, you know, I think it's, 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 I don't think a lot of people can say they have friendships over seventeen years. Not and it's just uh, great to have that one best friend, even though you won't give me your kidney. You, I could give you my kidney. You can't do anything with it. But you didn't volunteer. I knew what your blood type was. You told me what it was. Yeah, but you should have been volunteering from the beginning. Because if I die, who gonna be your best friend? I mean, I got a couple others. Mm. Who come over here like I do? I mean, they don't have to come over here. You don't even have to come over here. I want to. Oh, see, that's the difference. <laughs> they don't want to. <laughs> Maybe they know something you don't. You don't feed me. I know you're going to feed them. There's food in the fridge. No, I need you to put the food on the plate and give it to me. I'm not making my own plate. See, this is where we got to talk about the levels of the relationship that you and I have. We ain't at that level yet. Well, how long will it take to get that level? Maybe 20 more years? I had to ask you to call on me and check on me. I said at least every three weeks. What you, what you tell me? Let's see what I can do. No, you told me if your name ain't an obituary, then you're fine. That, that's the assumption that I make. I check the obituaries every couple of weeks. I don't see your name. I'm assuming you're alive. And if, I, if you did, your mama might give me a call. I will hope so. So, I know everything okay. I mean, you might have got hit by a bus. Your kidney might have been doing even worse, but you ain't dead yet because you made me an appearance of obituary. But, but you can't check on me, though? Like, just like, hey, you good? That's all I ask. It's not in you, huh? I don't know. That's not what I do. <laughs> I just assume everybody's dead, so when I hear from you, I'm shocked and surprised. You know what it it seems shocked and surprised you hear from me? It's because I bother you the most. That's probably what it is. <laughs> No, no, my stepmother bothers me the most. Well, somebody got to. So, what do you look for in a friend? That is an interesting question. I don't have a lot of friends, mm -hmm. so I guess the answer is kind of easy. I look for in a friend the things that the current friends that I have have. Okay. People that I can actually have a conversation with, shoot the shit. If I, you know... 
need them for something, they're there for it. Even though most of the time I'm never asking for anything. I'm, yeah, you you want for nothing. I I don't. It's like you asked me for I think you asked me for help one time. It was it was like you you were so resistant to ask. But I was so willing to help because I wanted to pay the favor so bad. Because <laughs> so, I wanted to be there for you because you helped me out so many times. Yeah, see, that's essentially what I look for is the things that the current friends that I have have. So low maintenance friendship. It doesn't require a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some slight investment is necessary. You can't call yourself friends if there's no investment. But, you know, and if I'm ever in a situation where I need them, I know that they're there. Even if I'm never going to ask them for anything, I know that if I did, they would be there for it. Yeah, I feel you on that. Like, I think it's, I think time is one thing. I mean, you go, it's going it's to build, of course. But um, don't ask me for nothing. Don't ask me for a lot. And if, you know, at the beginning of me getting to know somebody, like, don't ask me, gas money, can I take you somewhere, can I pick you up, help you move, especially if I don't know you like that. Oh, I'm about to say, help you move, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I help you move, we help you, we help each other. I'm just saying, no, you, yeah, we help each other, but you have asked me to help you move other people. Oh, I have. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there now. Because I, I, I need a strong back. <laughs> And you got a strong back. <laughs> you want some shit? <laughs> I'm a motherfucking pack mule. I need a strong back. I can't lift all the heavy shit myself. Let me call a friend. Somebody gotta go through this with me. That's how I look at it. Somebody has to go through this with me, and I can't go through it by myself. I have to have somebody to share the story with. And, you, and yes, you've been pissed at me, and I left you know maybe a month or two. I'm just saying. I'm just gonna put that out there. Hey. But um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I look for I look for those kind of those same, you know similar interests. Even if we don't even if we aren't find the same interests, it's okay because me I feel like me and you are opposites in a lot of different things, but we also have a lot of things we are uh, we agree upon. We have interest in this too. So, no, I said I, I especially like people who think differently than me because I've grew up a certain way, I've experienced things a certain way, so I like having different perspectives, and then it gives me stories to draw on and. Likes to shift my worldview to encompass more things and makes me a more rounded, more educated individual. Yeah, so. I, I like that too. Like, you know, to be able to bounce ideas and thoughts off of other people and, you know, to, you know, evolve and develop your own thoughts is better. What, what was it? What you, what was it you said? Um, there's perspectives of life or different upbringings. Yeah. We were just talking about that earlier. And how you grew up versus how I grew up was, was way different. Right, yeah. You want to touch on that? I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I grew up poor. You know, we started out in the projects. We always lived in the poor neighborhoods of Baltimore City. We were on welfare, government assistance, and just abject poverty. Like, give, give, give us an example. I, I, I don't know about that life. You know, say, it's a, people talk about welfare cheese. Welfare cheese is a thing. So you would get a block of cheese. You would get a big-ass can of peanut butter. came in a white can that had a peanut on it. You cracked that bitch open and slide the film off. <laughs> and there was a big-ass can with a pig on it. And it was pork. There was different pieces of pork in it. Was, 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 was that USD clear? Like clear? I don't... They didn't have USD anything on it. It was just a white, contain, a white can with a pig on it. And that's how you knew you were eating pig meat. I mean, we were poor black people. We don't know what part of the pig they was giving us. 
And so, and then we had we had the welfare dollars back when before EBT was a thing, and they actually gave you these like gray and green dollar-looking things for welfare, and you know, it, and the projects in Latrobe projects right across from the jail because they were really mapping out your trajectory right off the bat. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so you see that little nigga? That's your future, <laughs> Supermax. Oh, that ain't right. <laughs> I mean, oh, that that, right. that was the that was the way I grew up, which was vastly different from somebody who you know, like you, who grew up in the same city. Yeah, I I, I, ain't, I don't know none of that. <laughs> Not a lick. Your I, struggle well, wasn't as real as my struggle. Like I can remember, uh, my peanut butter coming in a jar, um, cereal in the box. Uh, cereal in the bag, sir. Cereal in the bag. Nah, no, we we had uh, we had cheese in, in a deli bag, but never know government cheese. Um, and I, I mean the big, I think the biggest, I would, I would say privilege, I guess. Um, the biggest thing I remember, like my dad having, um, we had cable. Um, my dad worked for chemical company for like over thirty years now, and. I remember him putting a cat box in my room, hooking it up, and I was watching Bruce, uh, Bruce Lee movies all the time. So, we had cable. Um, I, I don't know what it's like to, like, have lights turned off, having, like, a vision notice, or somebody get cut off notice, or, or any kind of uh, hardship coming that my parents might have been dealing with. Uh, there wasn't no welfare. Don't remember my mom or my dad were going to the store with... Uh, Welfare money or use anything different than cash or a card. So, uh, I went to private school. So you lived that privileged ass life. Yeah, I, it, it was it was bad. It was bad to the point. My point of view was always like, it was funny because I thought that everybody grew up with their mom and dad, like I did. And then when I was in school, people was like, I live my aunt, I live my grandmother, I live my grandfather. I'm like, I, I never, I don't think I've asked why, but I'm like, well, how come? I mean, shout out to the single mother homes. That's the way that was for us. Yeah. So. But um. Well, uh, I mean, I had a good childhood. You know, when I was spoiled. Yes, I was the only child in the house. I had two older brothers. They, they, you know, they didn't grow up with me in the house. But uh, I mean, know. I wasn't spoiled. There was a lot of us, but at the at the same time, we were comfortable because everybody in the neighborhood was poor like us. See, we didn't realize, I didn't realize how poor we were until, you know, went to a different school with people from outside of the community, and they told you, nigga, you poor. Oh, well, I guess you're right. <laughs> nah, I, I, I never, I, don't, I, I never, I never knew what poor was. Maybe not for a very long time. But I also, well, I went to school, like, we never, nobody joked about you being poor. Like, I got teased for being fat. Uh, that was a constant. Uh, we were joking each other, maybe like, "Oh, your shoes dirty, or they not at the park?" Cause you know, kids was like wearing Jordans or you know, a high end Nike, something name brand around that time. Feel like things like that. Uh, but we we didn't joke with each other about like your uh, financial status. Oh yeah, I got a lot of that. Nah, we we didn't have that. If we did, it would definitely be like it'd be something new. It would like it explode explode your mind. Like what? How you know that poor or not? Like, yeah, you know saying growing up with a lot of kids in the house and all sharing the same bath water—that was my reality. Mm. 
you never wanted to be the last person to take a bath. Because <laughs> that water was dirty as hell. You probably did not get clean. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. Thank you, Mom and Dad. <laughs> for, for, for all you done for me. Got shot them out on that one. You shout out single mothers? None against single mothers. <laughs> but ain't nothing like having two parents with a job in the home. Hey, I mean, you know, if, if, it, if it benefits, you know, you're welcome. Oh, man. So, uh, let's see. What do you what do you look for on the internet? You're on social media. I mean, I technically I do. I have a Facebook page. I haven't looked at it you in years. Don't use it. I it's, don't. It's, so it's it's practically dead. My social media presence is nailed to none. Well, I have Instagram, I have Facebook, I'm I'm on, I have Twitter, but I I'm not like a Instagram whore. It's called Instagram influencer, sir. Oh, they have a name for but people who are all. I'm not I'm not an influencer. I'm doing my trying to be, you know. But I mean, I put my casual, you know, pictures up every now and then. I comment, I like pictures and stuff like that. So. But I, so like you, don't, what do you look for when you go on the internet? Porn. I mean, like ninety percent of the people who use the internet. That's all it's good for. And MapQuest when it was useful. Yeah, MapQuest. <laughs> but no, no, I do, I do a lot of reading. I find that's how I try to keep in touch with the rest of the world. So you know, go searching on news articles and and do a lot of research on history and things that I find interesting. And. Look at a lot of tutorials for stuff because I don't like paying people to do things. So if I can figure out how to do it myself, I will gladly go on YouTube and learn. That is one of the best things YouTube, you know, puts up besides them damn cat videos and other little sense of stuff that children do. But yeah, I like looking at those uh, tutorial videos. Like I appreciate the, you know people taking those time out to do those things. Like you can do it yourself. Oh, show me, Bob. Hey, and Bob has been a great friend for me for a while now because as soon as I bought a home, I was like, you know what? Doing home repairs, well, paying for home repairs gets expensive, so I'm going to just do that shit myself. What's the, what's the most expensive thing you've done to your home? Well, yeah, I had, had to repair? I mean, no, I mean, it's not expensive in the sense that, you know, it's one big thing. It's just a lot of little things, no. like patching a wall, replacing a toilet. You know, you know, fixing it in a, you know, electrical wiring, mm. all that stuff would cost you an arm and a leg. So you, so you done stuff. some uh, electrical wiring? Yeah, in my bathroom. I had to fix the the light switch. Oh, okay. YouTube is amazing. I don't won't go that far, but it's good for certain things. True. I like I look up uh I like sneakers, so I look up I look up sneakers and what, I like hats. Uh, for my to feed in my my inner nerd in me, I like looking up um, like about comic books and different movies coming out and things like that, and I like science or religion, read articles about that kind of stuff and what's going on in the world. So try to keep keep abreast on you know uh, relevant topics and things like that, politics here and there. So you know typical stuff, I, I guess. All right, so you know, boring. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, everyday stuff. Like, uh, what was I reading recently? Shit, I'm drawing a blank. 
Oh, then it must not have been that important. It probably wasn't. All right. So we've uh, reached the end of our time. I wanted to keep it, you know, like between 30 and 45 minutes, not no more than an hour, depending on what topics we bring up to the table. Um, but this is what you can expect going forward, you know, us joking, um, you getting to know us, and, you know, we want to get to know our audience. So what's our email address? It's your favorite fat boys at gmail.com. So, you know, send us whatever, not whatever, because I don't want an inbox full of dick pics. Neither do I. Um, I'm on Instagram. My Instagram handle is your favorite fat boy with the I. At that's not I, but it's your favorite fat boy with the I. Um, Facebook is Jerron Segree. We friends, great. Um, and my Twitter is just J U S underscore Jerron. So you can DM me early through Instagram, and I will post this on my Instagram and my Facebook as well. Uh, my Instagram is does not exist at Instagram.com. My Twitter is does not exist at Twitter.com. And my Facebook is does not exist at Facebook. So you want nobody to find you? I mean, they don't exist. So <laughs> they can look for them if they want to. So, but yeah, any feedback is appreciated. Um, let us know you like, don't like, and what subjects and topics you want us to talk about. We'll touch on this as well. So appreciate your time. Thanks for viewing. Been great. We'll see you the next time we do this. In about two weeks. Peace out, lovely people. Bye.